The Lord be with you. Our reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. On the first day of the Feast of Unleavened Bread, when they sacrificed the Passover lamb, Jesus' disciples said to him, Where do you want us to go and prepare for you to eat the Passover? He sent two of his disciples and said to them, Go into the city, and a man will meet you carrying a jar of water. Follow him. Wherever he enters, say to the master of the house. The teacher says, Where is my guest room where I may eat the Passover with my disciples? Then he will show you a large upper room furnished and ready. Make the preparations for us there. The disciples then went off, entered the city, and found it just as he had told them, and they prepared the Passover. While they were eating, he took bread said the blessing, broke it, gave it to them, and said, Take it, this is my body. Then he took a cup, gave thanks, and gave it to them, and they all drank from it. He said to them, This is my blood of the covenant, which will be shed for many. Amen, I say to you, I shall not drink again the fruit of the vine until the day when I drink it new in the kingdom of God. Then, after singing a hymn, they went out to the Mount of Olives. The Gospel of the Lord. You know you're in love when you can't fall asleep because reality is finally better than your dreams. Believe it or not, that quote is from Dr. Seuss. Yes, Dr. Seuss of Green Eggs and Ham fame. Now you might be wondering what in heaven's name that quote from a famous children's author has to do with the feast that we celebrate this weekend, the solemnity of the body and blood of the Lord, or as it is sometimes referred, Corpus Christi. Actually, to my mind, quite a bit. For what we celebrate is really all about love, and a love that is truly better 
than our dreams. And that love is the love that God has for each and every one of us. And that love is present in an extraordinary way in the wonderful gift of the Eucharist. You know, we hear that a lot, that God loves us. Perhaps so much so that it fails to really sink into our hearts. We say it when we talk about the cross, and as St. John so eloquently said, God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten Son. And yet at times I wonder, I wonder, do we really believe it? Or perhaps stated more clearly, do we really allow ourselves to believe it? For if we did, then we would truly know that reality is better than our dreams. Oh, it's not that we don't hunger to be loved. No, each and every one of us want that. We want to know that we are cared for and that we are cherished. We all want to know that we matter and that it makes a difference that we are here. And perhaps that is even more crucial today when it's easy to feel like a number or just a bit of data. But my brothers and sisters, the truth is this. God loves us. He loves you. And he loves me. Even with all of our failings, even with all of our shortcomings, and even with our sin. And if he didn't, then Christ would have never died on the cross and he would have never, ever given us this extraordinary gift of the Eucharist. For the Eucharist is the real presence of the Lord. It is not a symbol or just simply a sign. No, it is the very presence of Christ himself. As a mother or father cannot bear to abandon their children, so Christ would not abandon us when when he returned to the Father. Thus, he gave us the Eucharist. He gave us Holy Communion so that he could remain with us and so that we would never be alone. And he did all that quite simply because he loves us. You know, in my own life, I've come to experience that our God is a very patient God. You see, I believe God waits for us. He waits for us to accept his love, and he waits for us to come to him. You see, God does not push himself on us. Rather, he just simply waits. And he waits for us in the tabernacle of this church. And he asks again and again that we come to him, that we give him just a smidgen of our time, an hour at Mass on the weekend, maybe 30 minutes at a weekday Mass, or perhaps just a few minutes during an impromptu visit at the church. One of the special ways God invited us to be with him is in Eucharistic adoration. 
When we participate in Eucharistic adoration, then we make a commitment to come and pray before the Blessed Sacrament for just one hour on a weekly basis. At St. Luke, we are very blessed to have a perpetual adoration chapel where the Blessed Sacrament is exposed in the monstrance 24 hours every day. Sadly, we had to close that chapel during the pandemic, but it's our hope that we'll be able to reopen it very much in the near future. But to do so, we will need your help. And there will be more information about how to sign up for Eucharistic Adoration at the end of Mass today. You know, sometimes people wonder what one does when offering an hour of adoration before the Blessed Sacrament. From my experience, God is not very demanding. Yes, he takes us as we are. And so perhaps we might say a few prayers, offer a rosary, read some sacred scripture or spiritual reading, or perhaps we might just come tired and allow ourselves to rest in his presence. An hour of quiet can be quite an awesome thing, especially in the midst of all the craziness of our lives. Also, sometimes people think that adoration, well, it's only for the very holy. Well, if holiness was a prerequisite, then no one should bother to show up. And to my mind, that's a big part of what adoration is really all about. It's making time to show up before the Lord. The Lord does wait for you and me and for just a smidgen of our time. And so I ask, can we give him just one hour each week in Eucharistic adoration If we can, well, then we will come to know in a special way that we are truly loved beyond our wildest imaginings. And to paraphrase Dr. Seuss, when you know that you are loved by God, you can't fall asleep because reality is better than your dreams. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all things visible and invisible. 